Welcome to the From the Ground Up podcast. I am your host, Sensei. If you like this podcast, make sure to stream it on Spotify, iTunes, and Zippy Stream. Thank you for all your support, and now let's start the show. Thank you, Nabil. Y'all know what we came here to do, man. <laughs> yeah. From the ground up. But young Sensei, that's my sis. I stay around her. Straight from Chi-Town, ain't no goofy. Can I clown her? Show come on the air, you turn the sound up. In the intro, like a ball, it got the bounce. Well, what you know about this hoop? Learn you something new and then go stupid. <laughs> Hard work got me recruited. But you won in the gym when we was shooting. Uh, and what you know about this game, though? Every Friday, what I said, that's what they came for. Black Queen had to hustle harder for the bankroll. Now we bring the trap and basketball into the same show. Trap, 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 trap. Yo, yes indeed. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of From the Ground. But a very, very special guest. We've been trying to put this together for so long. And finally, we were able to make it happen. We have ASAP Network's head honcho, the VP, the GOAT himself, Freddie Henderson. What's up? What's up, bro? What's going on with you? Oh, not much, not much, y'all. Glad to be on with you. Um, hey, been trying to do this for a while, but we're here. Let's go. Yes, we are definitely here, and I'm I'm definitely glad that you were able to join the show. It's definitely an honor to have you on. Now, um, before we get into the and the, the debates and the sports topics and things of that nature, um, I want to make sure that we educate the people, all of the listeners out there, um, about ASAP Network. I've been promoting it. I've been talking about it, but now that we got the head honcho on it, I think it's important for us to kind of, well, or at least for you. Um, to explain what ASAP Network is about, what made you um, start ASAP, ne- ASAP Network, what made you want to be a part of it, and kind of like what the what the future goal is for the network. Oh, well, you know, ASAP Network's been around for two years now. Um, shout out to Jonathan Matthews. He definitely the reason why I got into podcasting. Before that, I ran, I ran a Laker group page mm-hmm. um, that had like 20,000 followers. And I met Jonathan there that I would always see him, you know, talking sports and stuff like that the podcast. And I was like, I want to be a part of that, you know, like, you know, how do I do it? And I joined his network, was there for like a week. Um, and then I wanted to create, you know, my own. So I thought of ASAP and you know, this last two years met a lot of wonderful people, you know, and including yourself, you know, and and then the goal is, you know, right now we're on Roku TV, um, expanding to another network that you're a part of. Um, I'm not sure if that, you know, the big news that you and Mike talked about. Yes, yes, it is. So we can't we can't reveal that just yet, but it's it's, it's on our horizon. Yes, sir. All right, all right, cool. You know, um, so we got that going on. I mean, we just have to like right now. It's just a busy time for the here, and I'm just going to break some news that nobody knows, um, okay. but a few of us. Um, as of yesterday, um, Darren Smith, he's the reporter for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, like, he actually be in the locker. He travels to every game. He talks to Patrick Holmes, Travis Kelsey, all the players. He'll be adding his show to the network starting this upcoming week. So, I mean, yes, I mean so big we just have news. a lot of great things going on right now. Yes, big news. So, ASAP is definitely family, and I'm definitely happy to be a part of just the journey for the couple months that I have been along. 
um it's it's definitely been a great experience on, on my end and I mean everybody at ASAP is just it's just so great like we all fit so well it's it's crazy that you were able to um kind of put us all in all in the same space and that we we just gel as as this family the way that we do um but I I wanted to, go ahead you know, they're like, they're like, hey, this is going to be the only time I'll be nice to you on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Hey, but all to Elena's followers out here, like, hey, if there's anybody I have, like, mad love for, it's her. You know, she came in and um, definitely came in with a grind mindset. Definitely came in the mindset, you know, dedicated, ready to work, always there, very dependable. And, um, hey, this network would not be where it's at if she did not join. Um I believe, I really believe by adding to the network it took us to, you know, to so many other levels that we've reached and where we can continue to reach. Oh, thank you, bro. I, I really appreciate that. And I'm glad I um it's crazy that she even said that because my next question was gonna uh be a follow follow up is um basically what made I always wanted to ask you this, but I feel like this is the the, the best platform to ask you this um this question on. Um it's just basically what made what made you want to bring me to the network because I mean, you know, we we uh we connected, you know, you and I and then, you know, I, you you put me down with everybody else and now like I said, we're just this this big family now. But I always wonder what made you like what what you saw in me basically to be like, you know, I want I want her to be a part of this. Well Short story, you know, for the couple months before you joined, you know, my goal was to try to get, you know, women a part of the network. Because mm-hmm. I believe, you know, in this industry, you know, the industry try to make this a male-driven industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, you see it on ESPN, you see it on Fox. You don't see women really debating sports. You see them mm-hmm. being the moderator. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, you know, I wanted, I wanted to change that around. Mm-hmm. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. I ran across yours, and I listened mm-hmm. to it, and I said, oh, okay, she'd be kind of dope, you know. She kind of, she kind of reminds me of myself in a way. When I say that, like, not afraid, you know, not afraid to go mm-hmm. at somebody, not afraid to, you know, very passionate, you know, and stuff like that. So that that made me reach out to you and try to add to the network because I do know that if you know if you don't have this this audience, hey, you know, it's, it's a problem. You know? mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, that's 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 really um really dope to hear. Now, like I said, that's something that I've always just kind of wanted to know. Um, and I definitely always appreciate you for sure for bringing me a part of uh bringing me a part of this great network. And I mean, like you know, you and I go at it. We we have a good time, but you know, at the end of the day, it's definitely um it's always a respect and a love there. And that's I think that's the the best thing about. Um, ASAP, sure. Net, ASAP Network is that we all, like I said, we all, we all go, we all combative, we're all passionate, we all go at it. But at the end of the day, we're able to respect one another and you know, and love on one another and you know, give each other, uplift each other, and give us, give each other the support. Um, and I think that's very important um, in this business. But now that we got all that out of the way, um, I wanted to talk to you because I normally don't talk NFL, but I, um, I wanted to talk NFL this particular episode just because I know. You are an, an NFL guy as well as an NBA guy. Um, so right now, um, if anybody knows Freddie, they know he is an an avid Aaron Rodgers fan. He's a Giants fan too, but he's an avid Aaron Rodgers fan. Um, so currently constructed as as the team right now, um, what do you see in the future, the next few weeks? 
um, like the playoffs, things of that nature. What do you see for this um, for the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? And do you think um, that he's a Packer beyond this year? Well, let's not get too ahead of ourselves, you know, because <laughs> you know, when it's talking about the future of Aaron Rodgers, we really don't know. Because I mean, this is a dude, you know, that came in the office, in the season talking about he wants out, you know, he contract and all that. But I'm on the mindset. I don't, I'm not sure if we can really trust Aaron Rodgers right now because I a whole COVID-19 incident with him saying that he immunized and he basically died about him being vaccinated. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the point they understand where I'm not sure if I can trust Aaron But mm-hmm. I can trust his play because like I've always said, he's not mm-hmm. just a bad man. He's a bad, bad man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and one thing about this Green Bay Packers team that I think is different from the last couple of years, this team could win in the trenches now. This team, you know, can play physical. They're not a soft team anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have Aaron Jones and you have A.J. Dillon in the backfield. They can, you can hand it off to him, run, run and get, get big down with them as well. Uh, we've seen them win without depending on Aaron Rodgers saving the day this year going against Arizona Cardinals in Arizona without his top three receivers. And, you know, we haven't really seen that out of him in, you know, quite some time. So this year, we also see the defense peak at the right time and right moments as well. Um, mm-hmm. So this is, I believe this is a different Green Bay Packers team of, of old. I believe mm-hmm. this team have a chip on the shoulder, you know, for the mm-hmm. last two years. Uh, they leave the season, end the season in the way they did, they did not want to. And they kind of wanted to, uh, you know, make a turn and complete the job. <coughs> Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, in a sense, I do think that, especially for Aaron Rodgers, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. There's definitely um a chip on his shoulder for sure. I mean, out of everybody, I think he has the biggest chip on his shoulder right now, just because of everything that has been said um about him in recent in the recent year. Um, that's out just outside of the COVID nineteen stuff, just criticism in general. Right. Um. So I think that definitely plays um, plays a factor in it as well. And I think also having, you know, a wide receiver like Devontae Adams, who he thrives off of, off of stuff like this, like just that, mm-hmm. under, that underdog energy that, you know, people counting us out, things of that nature, having something to prove. So it, I think going forward, it'll be really interesting to see um, – to see what they do and um if you know if he remains a Packer I'm not sure he does um I think he's been beyond done with the Packers but I don't think that they could find him the per- or he could find the perfect situation so that's maybe why he, he didn't um try to kind of force his hand a little bit more because let's let's keep it honest like if Aaron Rodgers really wanted to be traded out of Green Bay he could be he could be gone by all you know what I'm saying already so um I think he's I'm not sure what that perfect situation is for him but I probably looking for just the most um, logical maybe situation for him that would give him the best chance to win because at this point in his career, um, you know what I'm saying? He, I'm sure he wants to add to that one championship. Um, but beyond that, um, I wanted to talk to you too about um, Antonio Brown because there's been a lot of commotion about yeah. him as far as with the COVID-19 stuff as well um, with the fake vaccination. So, what do you think that they? What do you think the league does um, with him? Because we all know he's not going to get the Aaron Rodgers treatment. Um, but what do you think happens um, happens with Antonio Brown and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Like, how do they handle that? Well, they suspended him for three games. And, okay. And let's not, you know, 
Let's not confuse me. Aaron Rodgers lied. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wrong. I criticize him for it. Um, but, you know, with Antonio Brown, this is a federal crime, I believe. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a fake um, vaccination card. So I don't, I think he's got the punishment that he's going to get from the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure what's going to happen. This if it's going to turn anything with a legal, you know, issues or anything like that. You know, that is a federal crime, fake vaccination. Mm-hmm. So, but um, it's definitely a huge blow to this team because let's not forget, even with the New England, Tom Brady was reportedly the only quarterback that's willing to take a chance on. Him. Uh, mm-hmm. This man mm-hmm. let him stay mm-hmm. in his house with his wife, with his kids, and he went to Tampa. He got grunk, but he wanted Antonio Brown as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure where that relationship is right now. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard what the coach, head coach came out and said that uh, it pisses him off, you know, when you hear about things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, hey, it's, I mean, I'm not sure. You know? mm-hmm. And with Antonio Brown's track record of things um, these last couple of years, honestly, I mean, I'm not sure it's going to be an interesting story to follow, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I think you're absolutely right. And it's just unfortunate because I wish that um, I always one of my biggest things is when I debate sports about especially about um, certain players or specific people, I should say, um, is self-awareness. And I think with Antonio Brown, he has a big problem with self-awareness. And it's like you can't you as Antonio Brown can't do something like this because you already have a track record of doing dumb shit. Like you already have the track record of not being the most, um, you know, mentally stable, I guess. I I mean, I'm not sure if that's even the correct term, but just to not, just not always in the right mental space um, Mm -hmm. to make good decisions. So it's like, you you should be the last person trying to do something like this. And so it's just kind of like a a slap in the face for all the people that have kind of dove on the sport for you, especially somebody of the caliber of a Tom Brady, because Tom Brady don't do that for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's not, he's not, you know, vying for everybody. He's not saying if I'm coming to this team, I need this person, that person, and that person for everybody. Like, and he's played with a a good caliber of talent. So if you got somebody like that, that's backing you, like you, you would think you'd be a little bit more smarter about that situation and say, you know what, let me, let me play this right and play this safe because you, you're not, you're not getting away with it. Like, I don't, like you're a professional athlete. You didn't think at some point somebody was going to investigate that. And I'd be like, Hmm, this doesn't look legit. Yeah. You, you, you know, know what's what crazy? Hey, um, Kenny said on real talk on Monday, Hey, um, he said professional athlete, pay your bills. Antonio Brown was willing to pay the guy. Guess what? We would never hear anything about the vaccination card. We wouldn't have heard a thing at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you know somebody knows some stuff about you, hey, you, you got to make sure yeah. you cover that up. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at any moment, they could ruin your whole, ruin everything that you got going for you. So you're absolutely right. But but why even just take that chance? Like, I mean, I get what, what Kenny's saying, which he's absolutely right, because I'm sure that there's athletes that have done that have done dirty things as well, but, you know, just had the money or, or just was willing to pay to, you know, do whatever they needed to do. But why even put yourself in that position? Like I said, like, you already have the reputation of of being a kind of a boneheaded guy anyway. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Anybody that you deal with is going to know that. So you you didn't think that they were going to exploit that, especially if you didn't pay them? 
<laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, come on, man. Like you gotta, you gotta be smarter than that. But um, I mean, hopefully everybody learns from this and it it doesn't um take heed to this because it's not, it's not a wise thing to do. Um, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying. I being a being a professional athlete in this particular situation, you have to you have to make a choice. Like you can't straddle the fence as far as it comes to this whole COVID situation. Um, so it's either you comply or you don't. And if you don't, then there's consequences and that's just what it is. So, um, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's kind of unfair in a sense, because I do think that people, um, should have the right to choose, but at the same time, I do understand the precautions and just, you know, the league wanting to protect its brand and also protect the fans because there's so many people on top of each other at these, at these events, um so i mean i get it but yeah it's just it's just all in all it's just a, a really dumb a really dumb move hey honestly hey i don't feel bad for him you know why because you know no, what? i don't not, either i don't he's, either he's not, he's not dealing with what the what we are as a world like if i choose not to get vaccinated i get mm-hmm. fired he chooses mm-hmm. not to he's doing a million you know mm-hmm. at the end of the day so. that's a very good point that's a very good point yeah you're absolutely correct you are absolutely that's i'm glad that you brought that up because that's that's a very strong point. Um, now, going forward, let's dive into some NBA a little bit. Um, now, there's there's been there's a lot of there's a lot of different things that's going on in the, in the NBA right now. Everybody's either playing terrible or playing out of their mind. Um, but I want to know from you, what is your future five in the league? Like, what are what are the five players that you that you're looking at? And you said these guys are going to be the next crop of, of you know, the guys in the league. Because right now, you know, we got LeBron, we got Steph, we got KD, we got Giannis. Um, I'm not sure who else, who, or who, or Jane, like James Harden, you know what I'm saying? You can, I mean, you can mix up that, mix up the five however you want to slice it. But going forward, like as far as the young crop of guys, who would be your future five, like that you are, got your eye on and are pretty much just saying like these are going to be the new faces of the league and they're going to be competing for championships or competing against each other for championships and things of that nature. Just top five or by position? Just top five. Just top five. Okay. It don't matter about position. Okay. Just top five. Ooh, man, there's so much talent out there. I just, man, that's why I was like, Freddie would be the perfect, per- perfect person to ask this question because we both kind of scout, I feel like we scout talent in the same way. So, but I mean, like you said, there's just so much talent out there. It's, it's kind of hard to choose, but so I want to know what, what would be here five. Right, so you have to go, Trey Young. I mean, absolutely swagger absolutely. that he brings to the game. Mm-hmm. He brings that little Steph Curryness to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, small point guard, mm-hmm. exciting to watch. You have to put him for sure. Luca, you, you most definitely have to bring that conversation. <laughs> Mike would be happy with that answer, Luca. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. He brings that LeBron that magic. Type dirt type type of game to the game you definitely mm-hmm. need to see. So they're definitely right. top two. Okay. And then, hey man, I love Jason Taylor. That dude is cool. Mm-hmm. He can score. Hey, mm-hmm. he has that mindset. He's that dude. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John Morant. Mm-hmm. Hey, definitely in that conversation. Star get better every offseason. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, bring us up to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that number four for me? Yeah, that's four. That's four. You Ooh, got one more. Mm. This is tough. And I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give it to the license. Devin Booker. 
we seen what that dude did. Yeah. Playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Leading up to the finals, even though he had a slow uh-huh. start, you know, struggled a little bit at the time. But what he did in that playoffs was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen Devin Booker by himself score 70 points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what makes this playoff run even more amazing. Mm-hmm. We've seen this guy who can go out and score anytime mm-hmm. he wants, mm-hmm. but he played in a system under Monty Williams, Chris Paul's leadership. But mm-hmm. he, he didn't do too much to take away from it, but he did enough. Mm-hmm. So you have to give it to Devin Booker, you know, in that, that top five um, young, young talent. Absolutely. No, I definitely agree with that. I um I would have a I would have Devin Booker at my one uh right now as far as like with the young guys just because oh, that's not I, that's not top five. I just gave you five. I didn't give you oh, yeah, oh, oh okay, okay. Well yeah, yeah, no, that's that's okay, that makes sense. But yeah, I would I would definitely I would go Devin Booker for sure because like you said, the playoff run last year showed me a lot. Um and he's another guy like how you mentioned about John Morant who improves every year, like Devin Booker is the same way. Like he he adds something else to his game to make to kind of you know elevate himself ab- above the crop there. And I just think that um, being under the tutelage of Monty Williams and not only Monty Williams but Chris Paul, but as well as the late great Kobe Bryant, um, I think that that has had a tremendous effect on that young man. And he's fearless. Um, he doesn't look he doesn't look afraid of the moment at all. Um, you know, he can score with the best of them. He's just, I mean, he's like you said, Jason Tatum is smooth, so is Devin Booker. Like, he's, he's just as smooth, um, in my personal opinion. So, I, I would have him. Um, I'm gonna throw Anthony Edwards in there too, um, as well, because I, I just I love that kid's confidence, I love his game, I love his personality, I love you know, the fact that he is just he's also another guy that's just fearless that will go for it. Um, he the game is just so effort. It just looks so effortless to him every time I watch him play, and um, but you know I mean obviously like he's you know what I'm saying he's trying he's going hard, but it just looks like it the game just comes so easy to him. Um, so I I would throw him in there. Of course you got to throw Trey in. You got to throw Ice Trey in there. Um, I mean like you said, second coming of Steph Curry pretty much can do everything. Steph everything Steph can do. He's just got to learn how to uh, be a better be a better winner. I think Steph is Steph is a better winner just because he kind of went through the um, the trials and tribulations a more than Trey. And Trey's got a young career still, so he has time. Um, you got to throw Luca in, Luca in there, of course. Um, I just need I need the only thing issue that I would have with Luca is I need to see Luca take over the game in the fourth more consistently. Um, because he's had he's had moments where in the first three quarters he's untouchable on fire, and then in the fourth quarter you freak damn near forget that he's there sometimes. Um, so it it he's got to he's definitely got to correct that, but he still deserves to be in the top five. Um, and to round it out, I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum um, as well. Wow. Um, because Jason Tatum is like you said, it's that dude is just and Jaws gonna be my honorable mention. There, everybody knows I love Jaws, but if I'm going top five future, I'm, I gotta put I have to put Jason Tatum in there because, um, everything I mean pretty much everything that you said he's just smooth he just I mean he just has it like I, you know, I mean, Luca out though. No, I put Luca. I put Luca at four. Luca was was at four. What did you replace Edwards with? Um, oh well, Edwards will replace. I, well, no, actually, let me take that back. Edwards will be my honorable mention, and then I would put Ja. 
I had to rethink that for a second because yeah, you're right. That that's kind of crazy. But I mean, yeah, like Anthony Edwards is like on the he he would be like the five A or, or no, he would be the five B on my list pretty much. Like it'd be like five like Jason Tatum's five A, he would be five B. Um, but yeah, so Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum for sure. Um, because like just everything. I mean, everything. And also, again, tutelage of Kobe. Like I like he has he has the footwork. He has the the, the fadeaway. He has the confidence. And he's a silent killer too. Like he's not—he's not a guy that really talks too much. He's not really like a beat my chest. I mean, he can and he does it from time to time, but he ain't really like a, a super emotional guy. But when it's time to lock in and get in that bag, he can definitely do that with the best of them. Um, and then uh, Josh, like I said, I, I love Josh. I've—I've I've been, I've been high on Josh since um, since I saw him in the turnaround that he had with. Murray said that was enough to convince me that he was going to be. Hey, you said he was going to be a top five player this year. You said I did, that. I did say that, and I've been correct up until I mean he got injured, um, you know, recently. But he's he should be coming back soon. But yeah, I I did say that, and I was absolutely correct because, like I said, he I just I saw like I said I saw the potential in him at Murray State, um, and then coming into the league. Like not really having as much as hype, as much hype as like a Zion coming in with it at the same with with the same class as Zion, not really having the, the same hype, but still being able to um, create a lane for himself and be consistent throughout the years and continuously get better. And some to the point where some people are now looking at it like, well, should the New Orleans should New Orleans to Zion? So the Zion, like you know what I'm saying, like to to kind of to kind of to change that momentum in that in that way, it's just impressive in itself. Um, so yeah, definitely. Um, I had to think about that for a second, but yeah, you, I'm glad you called me on that because you're right. <laughs> Ja would definitely be top five over Anthony Edwards, but like I said, Anthony Edwards is right there for me because he's. I think he's gonna be in that crop of young dudes too because he's Anthony Edwards. Right there. He got a Minnesota. That too. That he needs to get the organization that's gonna yes. build around him. Yes. They gonna want to build a winning mindset team around. Because for whatever reason, Minnesota is still trying to build build around Carl Anthony Towns, which I don't understand. Because there's Carl Anthony Towns is a role player; he's not somebody that you need to build around. That's just the best place for Carl Anthony Towns. You know where I would love for him to go? Hmm. I would love for Golden State to say, "You know what? We'll give you wise. Give us, give us the cat." Hmm. I believe the cat can help this team. Like if they got him right now, mm-hmm. I really believe that could kind of get them in a the conversation of winning a championship. Because mm. you have a big now who can stretch the floor, who can play defense, rebound, mm-hmm. it will make it so much easier for Steph Curry. It will make it so much easier for um, Clay Thompson, you know, Draymond Green and those guys, uh, mm. Wiggins. It will make it so much easier mm. you know, to bring it in a cat because you don't have a big clogging up the paint. Uh, you can actually put him on a three-point line, Hey, step like, oh, either I'm gonna shoot the three. Mm-hmm. All right, I have four other guys that's gonna be out there ready to go. I drive the lane, kick it, and you can't stop that. Mm-hmm. So, if I was go to state, I would definitely try to get the big cat down there and I would go to state. Okay, um, so I'm glad that I'm actually glad that you mentioned that because that's, that's a very interesting take. So are you not sold? Um, from what it sounds like, are you not sold on on Wiseman and Golden State? I like. I just hate the narrative. Mm-hmm. I really do. I hate the narrative. You mm-hmm. know, twenty games in, 
we can go ahead and say you're the champion. Because mm-hmm. nobody in their right mind went into last season and said the Milwaukee Bucks would win the NBA championship. Nobody came in the right mind saying the Phoenix Suns was going to be in the finals last year. It, it, mm-hmm. In the NBA, it's 82 games. Yes, Golden State and the Phoenix Suns like the best team in the West. But it's not about how you start the season. Some people fail to realize who's the hottest team going into the playoffs. And I'm not sure if Golden State, if Steph Curry can keep going on this run. You know, mm-hmm. House Clay Thompson. Look, I believe he will look good on offense. But let's not mm-hmm. forget Clay Thompson's biggest key factor for that team was guarding the opposing best player. He was the one guarding the James Harden. He was the one guarding the Kyrie Irving. He was the one guarding these players. You know, it wasn't Steph Curry. Because once you put Steph Curry in action, Steph Curry's going to get killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I just want to see how does this team really match up to, let's say, like the Lakers, whenever they get on a run, whichever mm-hmm. they figure out their problems, mm-hmm. uh, I still think they're too big for Golden State. I'm not sure who can guard a hand. Guard a LeBron James or mm-hmm. Steph Curry guard a Russell West. I'm not sure, you know. Um, so I have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Are, are Milwaukee Bucks teams that matter? Let's play big and got it. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it has a lot, have a lot of question marks. Um, but I just don't want people to fall for that narrative. Oh, it's 22 games in, 24 games in. I used to between Golden State and the and the um, Phoenix Suns, the best team in the West, and it's done. Like you know, like I know, you know, mm-hmm. it's eighty-two games in the season. It's like mm-hmm. four games. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a, that's a really good point. I think um, I'm I'm kind of fifty-fifty on Wiseman. I think that um, he's definitely showed positive moments when he has been available to play. Um, but I do think he also slows Golden State down because Golden State is a um, fast pace, um, kind of like up and down offense and defense as well. And I, I'm not sure that he bodes well in that kind of system because Golden State wants to on defense they want to press they want to pressure you. They switch a lot. Um, they you know they trap. They send their um, their best defenders on the best player of the opposing team, but they also have you know a good defender on the back on the back end. Um, and then they want to get it and go. They want to either get it and get the best shot or get Steph coming, um, coming down and hitting the three. Because I mean, he's he's exceptional, exceptional at that. Or even just coming off a screen or um, setting a screen for somebody else to get open. Because people are so fixated on not make not letting Steph get off. Um, that you know they leave somebody else open. Um, I'm just not sure how he fits in that because I'm I don't think. Draymond is literally the perfect the perfect um, anchor for that team because Draymond is not somebody that requires a lot of shots or, or really requires a lot of anything. He's more of an intangible guy. He does the dirty work, and he's a perfectionist at that. Like, he's one of the best to ever – one of the best. He's not the best because Dennis Rodman, to me, is the best at, at that particular role. But he's definitely in that top five, at least, for just guys that do the intangible things. Mm-hmm. And – Wiseman isn't that kind of player. Like he's 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 kind of a. That seems he's, open to his growth for his development. 
mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because he's not he's he's more of a traditional center than like a, a stretch guy. Dream Draymond is like a stretch guy because he can he's not a traditional five because he's not big enough. He's not he's not tall enough, he's not strong enough to be a traditional five. Um and then he's you know what I'm saying he's quicker than the mo- than more uh most traditional fours. And he's more intelligent than most tra- um, traditional four. So he's really just a stretch guy because you can put Draymond anywhere in either one of those positions and kind of just make it work in, yeah. in some in some one shape or form. Even if he's like a, a decoy in a sense, like you still can um, make that situation work. Wiseman yeah. isn't that versatile. Like he can't he can't he can't um, provide that same thing that Draymond can and they need they need they don't need another Draymond but they need somebody that's similar to Draymond so then when Draymond goes out or when you know they're matched up with Draymond on the floor at the same time that then that offense flows naturally and I just don't think that Wiseman is the guy for that the big um, cat, I told you that hey yeah. all those things were now, the championships yeah. mm-hmm. what was what was Draymond doing he could knock down that three-point shot down a lot better mm-hmm. than he should have right now you bring mm-hmm. that you tell him, hey, all you have to do is set screens, rebound, and knock down open threes. Hey, cat, hey, we blame him. We get on him for shooting too many threes. He'd be like, hey. But he don't have no other choice. <laughs> hey, you can do it now. You're going to be basically wide open because guess what? Steph and Clay going to draw double teams. Mm-hmm. And the majority of go to state's offices is a screen and roll. Exactly. If, if if you if you break it down to the to the smallest science of, of just NBA offense, it's a screen and roll. It's I literally was explaining this to somebody the other day, um, because I was telling them that Steph isn't a traditional point guard and they were like, Well, what do you mean he brings the and I'm like, You don't understand. Like there's a difference between the point guard who initiates the offense and somebody that brings the ball up. There's yeah, a lot of people that are capable. Bring the ball up. Yeah, I was say there's a lot of people that are capable to bring the ball up, but to be actual, to be a point guard, that means you got to set the offense. That means you got to tell this person, go here. I need you to cut this way and, and you drive this way and you screen this person so that we can get this shot. Steph doesn't do that. Steph, if, and that's even if Steph brings up the ball, because a lot of times Steph doesn't even bring up the ball. He's just running on the side to either set a screen to get himself open mm-hmm. or set a screen to get somebody else open. But when he does bring up the ball, he he passes it to the right. Sets the screen, goes around, curls, curls all the way to the other side, to the point where he's getting at least two screens, and he's getting that split second, which is as great as a shooter that if he is, that's all he needs is that split second to get a shot off, and that's even if he gets a shot off because he might just catch it, break you down, go to the hole, or he might catch it, break the defense down, and kick it to the open man to get a better shot, and then that's I mean that's initially what Golden State's offense is. It's just everybody switching, everybody moving. It's just constant movement. So yeah. when it's when the ball's constantly moving like moving like that, it makes it hard for the defense because the defense is always on their heels. Um, and like I said, I just don't think that Wiseman fits in a system like that because he's not going to be able to keep up with that kind of pace, especially as injury prone as he is already. And then he's just not. I just don't think he's equipped skill wise um, to keep that up. So I mean, but I you you kind of. Um, enlighten me a little bit because you said Kyle Anthony Towns and I never really um considered that but that now that I now that you said it and I think about it that actually makes the most sense. If they're yeah, gonna trade Wiseman which is Wiseman. Oh here 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 you go. This here. is what I did. Oh my God. I try to yeah, give you a you slight compliment and here you go. Hey Elaine, you know what I, I love this. You know I will start you know what I'm sorry to honor you. Sensei. 
Yes, please See, address me I, correctly. I love this platform better than just you because you don't. You know, I just, I just finally realized I was sitting there thinking you're just like John. You let uh-huh. Mike, Tony, Madonna, <laughs> all persuade you to, think to, to go away from my thought process. First of all. Speak. I don't let anybody persuade. If you know me, then you know I don't let a single soul persuade me. Anything that I say or that I that comes out of my mouth is my own thought. Now you may be able to make me think a little bit, but as far as what I think or what I say out of my mouth is my own thoughts. Nobody persuades me to do anything. Fred Word. <laughs> shout out to my shout out my brother Pride for for the Fred Word name. <laughs> But um, beyond beyond that, so we did the future five. Um, I want to touch on something really quick that you actually touched on um, in the beginning of the show, and you were talking about um, ASAP Network and just um, that you wanted to be that you wanted women to be um, more of a focal point in this network than what they normally are, because like you said, um, they normally are in the moderation role, like they just kind of give the guys the topics and let them kind of rant and do their thing, and they just kind of play the back. Um, and I actually asked, um, shout out to my sis Carolina Teague, but I asked her this as well, just being as um, being that we're both minorities and women in um, in this industry. So I want to ask you, like, what are your thoughts about just um, women in sports in general, and express especially like women that are um podcasters or just women that are um trying to like have their voice heard like my people like myself and LaDonna and Carolina as well um just kind of what are your thoughts on that and um what makes you want to kind of push that narrative forward that women deserve a platform of more than just being like a moderator this you know it's just because you know you guys have thoughts process as well you guys watch sports just as much as men do you know, and if this country, if this if us as a country, us as a world want to change in a lot of other areas, why not this one as well? You know, I really feel mm-hmm. like um, ESPN, Fox, they try to go get all these most, you know, the beautiful women, you know, in the world. And they are beautiful mm-hmm. to kind of draw attention, you know, to their shows. But, you know, they don't say they're not into the conversation. So you're just trying to sell sex. That's basically what you all trying to do. Um, but you're not really trying to get their opinion. So mm-hmm. I look at, you know, a person like Carolina T, you know, who's hustling, who's grinding, who's mm-hmm. putting in that work, you know, down there in San Antonio, you know, and it's giving you mad respect, mad love. And you're like, okay, cool. You know, I would see you out there hustling. You see a person like Kelsey, Kelsey Nicole Nelson down there in Washington who's doing the same thing. I mean, and seeing you, you know, hey, you have your own podcast. You're part of you're part of all sports all plays network. You're part of all spotlight all plays network as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're grinding, you're putting in the work. You're on multiple shows. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, if a man can do it, a woman can do it as well. Um mm-hmm. but I mean my whole thing is women have mindset have a mindset as well. They watch sports, they debate, you know, they can debate it as much as a man can. Mhm. I, I I agree as well, and I think it's really important. And I'm glad that you um, are somebody that recognizes this is that it's really important that we. Um, and I do know, a- I do know, and you know that I'm, I'm in a very um, high position in a way. You know, not 
you know, at the top, but, you know, I'm a president of a network, and if I have control about trying to get you guys heard, get you guys seen, that is my job to go out and try to get, you know, try to recruit you guys, try to add to the network, try to promote you guys as much as Absolutely, which I I definitely um appreciate and have noticed um and just not it not just you but just all the guys that are on the on ASAP Network right. you all you all you guys do a great job of, of you know promoting us and putting us in um position and putting us in um just just different just just different ways to highlight ourselves um and I think um like I said I was gonna say it's it's really important um for men to highlight women in this in this realm in the same realm that you're you're doing right now because a lot of men don't especially especially now in this sports world like you said it's a there's a lot more moderators than there's actually women where you hear their opinion um and actually that you got to you get to sit down and listen to what they have to say and that's just as a woman myself it's just important um, and it means a lot to me to have have people, you know, like yourself and, like I said, my brothers over at the ASAP Network that that back me and have my back and like, are no, like they're pretty much like, no, like you got to hear what she has to say because it's right. not just us. Like, she has an opinion too, and not only does she have an opinion, but it's a good one. Um, and I've I've never been a person to like um, count on or a, a man's opinion or, or count on a man's validation but when you're in this business as a woman especially as a minority woman it's important because um it's it's it it's it gets complicated i guess um when myself as a woman if i go out and say you know i belong in this sports world or i belong in this in, in this particular place but when i have somebody like a man that backs me and say no 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 you need to listen to what she has to say it, it hits it hits a bit different because men listen to men you know what i'm saying coming from me it's like yeah we hear you but whatever like you know what i'm saying it kind of right. it kind of gets thrown to the wayside most of the time um but just that when you have that um that male support it makes it makes a world of difference um so i definitely want to just thank you um for having me a part of asap and just like for believing in me the way that you do um and you know going hard for me the way that you do um, because it, like I said, it definitely means a lot. It definitely keeps me going on the, on the days where it's, it's not as easy. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, like I said, you, like you said, um, honestly, it's, it's very important. And ASAP is honestly the first network that's really like making that a point to like highlight women, um, and like, allow them to be and exist in the way that they exist not not try to like hinder them put them in the box or try to silence them it's just pretty much like no talk talk your talk be yourself do what you do like you know what I'm saying ESPN ain't doing that Fox ain't doing that ASAP is for surely doing that mm-hmm. and that's important very important very very important so, yeah, since say one thing that I want to kind of break you on mm-hmm. you say that you don't let you know a guy uh Oh man, uh, I forget what you said. Validate, validate, or or yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't seek validation from from men. Basically, is what I was trying to. Say. I don't know because I'm a teacher and I'm a man. So I don't, I don't know where that adds up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just basically, basically in the sense saying like I'm, I've been at this, pod, I'm, I've been at this podcasting thing for a couple of years, but I've been at this debating sports um thing especially with men 
for a very long time. Like I've 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 pretty much been one of those people that always know what I wanted to do. I never really knew exactly how I was gonna go go about it, but I've always known what I wanted to do. And um debating sports is one of those things like I mean everything that I know about sports as far as just how to debate and stats and things of that nature and how to formulate an opinion come from the women in my family believe it or not like I learned everything that I know about sports from women from women like my great-grandmother was a sports fan my grandmother was a sports fan my mom was a sports fan so like I grew up around watching sports like designated days throughout the week we're watching sports Sunday all day is football Monday night is right. football as well, and unless there's a, a Monday night is, is Monday night football, and then if it's an NBA game on, we watch an NBA. Tuesday we watch an NBA. Wednesday we probably watch an NBA too. Thursday is another NBA day, and then um, Friday NBA as well. Saturday is college basketball or college football. Then we mm-hmm. just rotate it back again. So um, that's why I say, and it's you know, so it's no disrespect, but that's why I say I've never received validation as far as from men, as far as, as me being um, in this sports world because I learned everything that I know from women, and yeah. the the toughest critics that I've ever had, the toughest people that I've ever had to debate are those three people that I just named. Like, there's there's never been a tougher challenge for me than those three people so when I go into an argument with somebody it's it's not a single person that's gonna make me feel like I can't talk sports with them because the three people I just named like were the toughest people I've ever had to go at it with sports about period so um you know what I'm saying it's it's not to disrespect any man it's just that in, in my my mind frame there's not a person that I can't talk sports with it doesn't matter what you're doing I'm probably number four on that list you said what <laughs> I'm I'm probably number four in that list. Yeah, you 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 get you get an honorable mention. You get an honorable mention just because just just because you're the skip bills to my Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? You just find little things to to get under my skin just to, just to watch me react. <laughs> yeah, except you call me a troll. <laughs> you you def you definitely a troll, Freddie. And I, I mean you you're great at it, honestly. Like I can't even be mad at you because you're actually a perfectionist at being a troll. Like you. You're really good at that, cause you you know what you be doing. <laughs> but um, so I'm gonna ask you a final question really quick here, um, cause I know you're an Lake Laker fan. I'm a LeBron fan, so oh, we, we, we 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 differ in this regard. But um, who's your top five Lakers of all time? And I want you to put her in order, and and Ooh. why? Ooh, Ooh. Yep. yep, I went there. I did it. That was me. You went. I did. I want to know number one. Five of going, them. Number one, I'm going Kobe being fine. Man. Respects, you got to do that. Yeah, he's well. No, that's how people still say magic, you know. And no, which I mean, honestly, if you say Kobe or magic, I won't be mad at that. At, at, at one Kobe, or two. Like he's been there twenty years. Like what he like. There's no other player funny team what that man has done for that city. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, you ask any person that lives in LA, Laker fan, Kobe fan, like Kobe is like their god to that city. You know? mm-hmm. Kobe is like, you know, the dude. Like they compare players on the team now to Kobe. Like, hey, you know, you know, this is what Kobe would do. You know, uh the five championships, you know, the staying there when it was so hard. You know, when the team didn't put nobody around him. Um, through just through mm-hmm. everything, you know, and we kind of seen, you know. God rest his soul and his daughter's soul and everybody that's in that accident. Uh, 
we've seen how much he meant to that city, you know, when he passed. So I definitely had to go with Kobe, but Mamba mentality. Um, number two, I do have to go Magic, you know, him getting drafted by the Lakers. Um, him coming, you know, um, winning a championship as a rookie, him playing center in the finals to help win the championship, you know. Um, he won five championships as well. So he definitely had to go number two, Magic. Now, Kareem, you know, could go down as the greatest player of all time and the other stats. Have everything to the NBA, but the only reason why he can't be the greatest Lakers all time, you know, he wasn't there his whole career, you know. Um, but Kareem had the most unstoppable shots of all time. No question about it. That's right. He's my number three. Number four. Oh please! Oh please! I had to go with Jerry. Mm-hmm. Ten finals appearances, even though he won only one. But he's been there. He went there ten times. Um, you know, we talk about guys that kind of run that small four position the way LeBron do. Definitely have to give credit to Jerry West. So I gave you my top four. Mm. Who was there for number five? You got one more. I'm gonna go with Shaq. Mm. I'm gonna okay. go with Shaq because you know they three people. You know, that's big in Lakers. Uh, what him and Kobe was able to do down there, man, they were so dominant. Like that, those that duo would have stayed together. They probably would have won six or seven championships. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Nobody was stopping. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, nobody was stopping the Shaquille O'Neal, and then the Kobe was developing and getting better. You like, oh my god! I mean, but them able to do what they did at that time period was amazing. Um, the city definitely loved it. So, um, yeah, I got um, that's that's my top five. It's, it's not easy, you know. It's hard because you mm-hmm. still have great players, you know. Um, even mentioned, still still mentioned. Obviously. People don't really, um, you know, realize that you know you still have Elgin Baylor. A lot of people don't realize who Elgin Baylor is. Like Elgin Baylor is like one of like go down. Like if you look at him play, he's like one of the greatest players all the time. Like this dude can mm-hmm. score, he can do everything. Like the only reason why he did not win the championship, he, he retired the year that the Lakers won the championship. Jerry West, it's crazy. You know, Will Chamberlain in that list as well. I mean, you have um, James Worthy, you have LeBron now. You have mm-hmm. Anthony Davis who won one championship. He's not there yet. Yeah. You also have Al Gasol. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, you also got to consider Powell. You can't leave Powell out for sure. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. Honestly, that's not a um, that's not a bad fire. That's actually really good. Um, and Because, I mean, like you said, there's so many players to choose from. But, I mean, the Lakers have been spoiled as far as yeah. it pertains to, pertains to talent. I mean, you guys have, have, have just had the pick of the litter, for real, uh, when it comes to the, the talent that's come through the Los Angeles area. Um, but, I mean, you, you can't go wrong, honestly, with, with uh, whatever top five. But, like I said, for me, 
the top two has to all, always alternate between um, Kobe or Magic. Like the top mm-hmm. two has to always alternate between those two because if if it if it's not one of those two at the top two, like I can't respect your list because like you said, right. Kobe Kobe put in twenty years flat, like no hiccups, no um, going to no other teams, no nothing. Like he he was there times, the good times, to the bad times, to the good times again, and then the bad times on his way out. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. he, went, out, he went out with a bang, don't get me wrong, but those Lakers teams, his last couple of years were not good teams. Or, um, yeah, yeah, so I mean, you know, he he stuck through stuck through it all, and then I mean, Magic is the greatest point guard of all time in my personal opinion, so you gotta have mm-hmm. him somewhere somewhere in that, um, in that top two realm. Um, and like I said, from there, you can kind of just it's 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 whatever you prefer at the I feel like after the top two spots, um, because I mean you you can't go wrong either way. You got like you said, you got Kareem, you got Jerry West, you got Shaq, you got I mean Paul Gasol. It's just so many different people that have come through the Laker lineage, um, to make that that the the historic franchise that they are. Um, so that's I mean I think that's all that wraps up the topics for. This week's episode, I want to thank, again, my bro, Freddie Henderson, for coming on the show and just, um, you know, speaking his knowledge, speaking his truth, and just being being the man that he, being the man that he is and running ASAP the way that he runs ASAP because ASAP is an incredible network, and I'm, I'm just honored and privileged to be a part of it. Um, we're doing big things. Like he, like he said, we're on Roku, so if you have Roku, make sure you um, tap in and get downloaded with us there. If you're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter, you can find us on there as well. Make sure you follow our Instagram page because I am a part of being a social media promoter there. So I, I will be promoting um, on the page. Shout out to the whole family, the whole ASAP family. Um, it's too many of us to name. <laughs> but, but just shout out every everybody. Um, like Freddie also mentioned in the beginning of the show, I got some big news coming from um, working with ASAP. But once, once it gets solidified, I will definitely be announcing that. Um, Freddie, do you have any other breaking news or anything that you want to talk about or just the future of ASAP, period? Um, now, you know what I'm saying, you can go ahead and let the folks know what we got coming in, in, down the pipeline. No, I just want to say appreciate you, sis. Thank you for letting me come on. It was definitely fun talking sports with you. Um, you know, it's going to be uh, you know, a crazy rest of this year you know, with ASAP, talking sports, Sports world, everything. You know, it's gonna be man, it's gonna be fun, you know. And mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, Mike be a vice president. I'm just looking man, forward shout, to shout out shout out to Mike, man. Real talk, big, big, huge shout out to my brother Mike. Like Mike is one of the coolest, most solid dudes. I've ne- I haven't even met Mike in person. I, we've just been, you know, talking through ASAP, obviously. We text, you know, like, we're actually real friends. Like, Mike check in on me. Like, he's just a real dude. And he's he's VP. He's a part of the reason why I got this big news coming up, as well as my bro, Freddie. So, shout out to both of y'all, honestly, because both of y'all are just real solid dudes, man. And y'all. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. I text Mike and say, hey, ask him, what do you think about being a vice president? You know, and I didn't think Mike was going to take it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was definitely the first person I thought of. You know? For sure, and he deserves that. Yeah, Mike is very hungry. You know, like mm-hmm. sometimes it surprises me. I'm like, man, like these dudes, like these dudes in the city of Chicago. Just, mm-hmm. like, but you know, he could do. He could be doing anything else, but he spends his time doing his podcast mm-hmm. on all. Mm-hmm. Yep. On yep. Everything, you know? So, like, yeah. 
He deserves it. Mm-hmm. He motivates me to how hungry mm-hmm. he is. Like you know what he so said? Good. He said his, he said his first his favorite line. And I'm gonna try to say it just like hell yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, so I'm just looking forward to that because I mean, you know, trust me, the dude got some big time guests, the dude got some big time shows. Hey, the dude texts me every 20 minutes, Hey, I got this person, hey, I got this person, hey, what you think of this? Wait, what you think of this? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's nowhere but uh, but thank you, sis, for coming on. Hey, you guys follow her, you guys support her, and she's going in the right direction. Hey, don't support her when she makes it big. Make support her right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be much. She'll love it more than you. Absolutely, and I appreciate you, bro. And as, as well, uh, make sure y'all support my bro, Freddie Henderson. Um, I know you're on Facebook. Are you on? I, you're on Instagram as well, right? Yeah, yeah, but you'll reach me at Facebook better. <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah. He he was yeah. You'll reach him better at Facebook. Um, also on YouTube, like I said, just make sure that you guys follow. Um, the ASAP page on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Um, best looking also. dude, you know. Type in Freddie Henderson's the best looking dude. Oh, okay. Now see, here we go. Now <laughs> he here he go. Just this this is what he does. But no, honestly, make sure y'all follow us on on all social media platforms and just be on the lookout. We got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. Like it, we are on fire right now, and I just I, I'm just. So excited for people to finally see like everything that we've been working on and, and just um, everything to come to fruition. Everybody's been putting in a lot of work. Um, like I said, shout out to my brother Mike, shout out LDZ, shout out uh, Jonathan Mathis, coach, oh. both coaches, um, my bro Darian over there doing it, doing his thing, Nate, Joe, oh. Tony, of course. Um, yeah, like those are just off the top of my head, but I mean, just everybody that's a part of ASAP Network, man, is is. Honestly, an honor to be a part of this family, and like I said, we we gonna do big things. We gonna we gonna we gonna change the narrative of this whole sports thing. Like it, it's it's coming, it's it's coming. We we didn't put in way too much work for it not to. But again, bro, thank you so much for coming on the show, and we'll definitely have to do this again throughout the season. Um, of course, sure. I mean it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff coming up, so we we definitely gonna lock back in. But you have a great rest of your day, bro. And again, thank you for coming on the show. You too. Peace. All right, bro.